0: Scream, Popheads, and welcome to a very special issue. This is the Big 5-0 mm. of the TomCast Popcast, uh. also known as Popcast, but for tonight, our Halloween Spectacular. <laughs> tonight, we are the BooCast Screamcast.
1: Oh, I like that. <laughs> uh,
0: we are a proud member of the 3Bz network of podcasts. My name is Tom, and with me today is none other than the undead, Roger Smith
1: barely came back to life
0: this morning. Ugh, couldn't even drag yourself out of bed. Barely. He is XMG Gold on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, in case uh, you haven't noticed from the, the sounds around us that yes. encompass us, we are back at our, our favorite off-site location. We're All at right. Deaf Brewing in the Bay Park, Linda Vista area. And uh, we're excited to be here. Oh, yeah. Because they're, they're whipping up fantastic beers. You can hear uh, the brewing process in action. You're hearing pots moving and, and, and kettles, <laughs> yeah. kettling.
1: Yeah.
0: That's what they do. They're they're making kettle corn, buddy. They're making beer. (laughs) Even better. Yeah. And uh, what are we
1: drinking tonight, Roger? What would you grab? You know, tonight I was uh, very happy that they had the Irish Red back on tap, the Bay Park Sunset Red. It's a 5.4% Irish Red. Super, super awesome, multi-body, red color, great. This is very, very awesome, Uh, indicative of the style. Again, highly recommend. I have not tried anything that I haven't liked here. It's really good.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I, I stuck with the theme here. The, we're, we're, we're both doing the red beers tonight. I went with the Def Topped Red, which is their red IPA, uh, back on draft now, so it's super fresh. Oh, yeah. This, uh, this, by, this bad boy comes in at 7% ABV. Oh, boy. And I'm, I'm on the record. I like I, I like and I miss
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, red IPAs. They're, they're not oh, yeah. around as much anymore. No, sadly. And so when you find a good one, you drink the good one. Oh, yes. And uh, the, the beers at deft are all great, so if you don't like great IPAs, we'll find something else for you here. For sure. Oh boy. Roger, what else you know what else is going on tonight? What's that? It's game seven of the World Series. Really? It is. And last time we were here at Deft, the Nationals won. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping we can repeat that tonight and maybe get the Nationals help we'll help in our small way mm-hmm. of, of getting the Nationals their first ever World Series title, you know, as the Nationals. They haven't had a World Series championship since, like, 1932 in D.C. (laughs) They were the Senators back then. Senators became the Rangers. Hmm. Exos became the Nationals in, like, 2005. It's a whole thing. It's complicated. Baseball. It's been around forever.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, red is the color of the night, so let's stick with that
0: theme. You know what? I didn't connect that. I'm (laughs) such a dope. I'm wearing a red hat and a red shirt. I'm drinking a red beer but I was like red beer for Halloween because it's like for drinking
1: blood (laughs) well the nationals will be out for blood tonight well that's why Roger's here to make sure that I'm
0: a total dope the entire (laughs) night you can please show your love and support for this show by following us by following this us this awesome small local independent podcast on social media at TomCast underscore podcast on Twitter at the TomCast underscore podcast on Instagram and if you're so inclined you yes you can join Pophead Nation at patreon.com backslash, forward slash, sorry, TomCast Popcast. Just like our first Patreon did. Really? The first verified citizen of Pophead Nation. Please <laughs> awesome. welcome the Aspen Hill Chody. Oh, very nice. Thank you, friend, for the love and support. <laughs> You know, uh, we promised to give our, our, our members of Pop Nation cool nicknames, but, mm-hmm. but they already gave themselves a cool nickname, and I like it, so yeah. I just put a V in front of it to make it more official-sounding. Oh, yeah. You know, like the Ohio State University, you know, like you do in the football games. Sure. Yeah. In the footballs.
1: In the footballs. We like those, too. But this isn't a football podcast, so let's nope. get that shit out of here. <laughs> Not tonight.
0: Remember, this is the haunted pop culture podcast that knows that when I'm out busting ghosts that makes me feel so yeah. good... Yeah, we call that the Peter Tingles. <laughs> I like it, Roger. What are your Halloween plans? Halloween is this is Halloween Eve, Eve and and uh, you are, you are a man with a child. Yeah, with yeah. a lady. <laughs> you, you you know a family unit, if you will.
1: Yes, yes. I am a parental unit. It's pretty awesome.
0: How do you enjoy partaking <laughs> in, the, in the Halloween's?
1: Uh, Yeah, you know, the plans for tomorrow night are probably just going to be take the little dude out trick-or-treating, you know, go around the neighborhood, get as many candy as we can. Uh, He's going to be dressed up as Link from The Legend of Zelda. Nice. So he's he's got a pretty sweet outfit going on. I'll be taking pictures of that, maybe post a picture of us on the gram. And after that, probably come home and watch some scary movies.
0: Now I'm curious because you, you had mentioned something before we started recording the show. Yeah, that you have to go home and shave for your costume.
1: I do. Yeah.
0: Can we can we be told? <laughs> can can Pophead Nation know what Roger's gonna be?
1: Oh yeah, I'm am uh, I'm coming back as Egon Spengler from the Ghostbusters. What? It's going down. I got my whole my whole outfit ready to go. Proton pack, ghost trap, everything. When
0: the light is green, the trap is clean. <laughs> yep. Fantastic choice. I like that a lot. That's really cool. Should good Should be one. good.
1: And it fits with the uh, with the Beer Night in San Diego post, which uh, was pretty awesome.
0: Uh, Cody doing doing his awesome Photoshop work as usual. Oh, yeah.
1: It was great. Cranking
0: out some goodies. hmm
1: uh,
0: He did like a little mini print of it that we, we hung up in the studio. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Last night prior to, to Beer Night recording. Can't wait uh, to see it. Because I love it. it so
1: much. It's so good. It's so good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um we were talking a little bit before mm-hmm. about you know one of the things that's going on with with the trick or treating. Yeah. Aside from this movement to to move it to the weekends, which uh, I, you know I have really mixed feelings about personally. Sure. Yeah. But you know, I guess if you have kids, I suppose I sort of understand the idea.
1: I get it. Yeah.
0: But you know that uh, I don't know if I want to go down that road because I'm I'm <laughs> speaking as a person as just an old man with no no children that I take out into the streets on a on a random Tuesday night in October.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, the, the thing I was curious about is this, this thing, this, 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 this movement, this, this trend, if you will, uh-huh. of, of bussing your children mm. to other neighborhoods yeah. to get better candy, to yeah. go to the places where... Oh, they're raising the shed. Hang yeah. on, we're getting some more fresh air screaming in to we go. the studio.
1: We like
0: this. Oh, That breeze <laughs> is wonderful. <laughs> we have a great day last time we was here we were here it was very very hot it was sweltering yes this is bas- this is it's pretty much as autumn as we're going to get i think
1: probably at this point yeah so it's lovely we'll see
0: but 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 let's go back to the candy cuz yeah. i love candy i do too <laughs> but you and i uh you know we have a we do have a, a age difference but we're on the same page sure like you don't go to another neighborhood you, you go to your neighborhood yeah yeah. you know and I, I understand if maybe you don't live in the best neighborhood sure you know obviously high risk situations get at, get out of there go somewhere a little bit safer yeah, for the holidays yeah, yeah. but you know loading up all the kids into the, into the car and then driving over to Poway or to Penasquitos or up to La Jolla or something like that just seems weird to me
1: yeah, I mean, Mike's gonna run out of candy at that rate.
0: Well, especially now that you know he has all the good candy there.
1: <laughs> that I do. That I do.
0: And you just you're just gonna make, tweak your costume a little bit, bit every time and come back as a different member of the Ghostbusters, so he has I'm to Bankman give you more now. candy.
1: No, no, now I'm a stance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for you to be Winston.
1: Oh yeah, that one. Uh, I don't know if I should do that. One. <laughs> We're <being> careful nowadays. <laughs> Might not go over so well. Yeah, nope. so that's
0: that's a weird thing. Yeah. I don't know. I sure, Back in my day, <laughs> trick-or-treating me knows about like, going around your neighborhood, visiting your neighbors, and toilet paper, their, ta- toilet paper in their houses.
1: Oh, yeah. Egging cars, you know, doing all that stuff. <laughs> you that didn't would... do that to strangers? Nah.
0: <laughs> no. Only people you knew. Only people you knew and who had just given you candy prior.
1: Yep. That um, is the trick and the treat.
0: But, again, I'm, you know, I'm getting older. I'm out of touch. <laughs> slowly losing my way with the world.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm on the same boat, you know, I've always just gone around the neighborhood. I don't think I ever trick-or-treated anywhere but my neighborhood, as far uh, as I can remember. So
0: Yeah, right on. I don't, um, I personally do not have uh, plans for the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be at the San Diego State Universities uh, for the majority of my day. Sure. And assuming there's not another trolley incident where I have to wait an hour oh, for no. to get home, um, I will either be A, tired, or B, just not in the mood. Sure. So my Halloween exploits tomorrow will be minimal, unfortunately. <laughs> it, it, it is possible I could be persuaded to to go up onto onto Maryland Street and mm-hmm. over in Hillcrest. Yeah. Because that's a fun area. That anybody who doesn't know Maryland Street, they just go, you know, just they just go bananas with the decorations. Nice. All the houses in the neighborhood just try to outdo each other with crazy themes and and, and decor all over the place. That's One cool. house has a giant dragon that blows oh, wow. smoke and stuff. It's pretty rad.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to check that
0: out. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun for the whole... They, basically, they ought to shut the street down. I, you know, I've been arguing yeah. for that for years because it, it, it fills up. It looks like um, like Bourbon Street or Mardi Gras, basically, the yeah. amount of people that are on it. Jeez. But they don't close the street, so every now and then, like, you start hearing car horns as mm. like some idiot is trying to drive down Maryland Street on Halloween. Yeah. Even though they, they ought to know better yeah, by now. Should. They've been doing this for a million years.
1: Well, you never
0: know. <laughs> ah, well. Well, say la vie. So I don't know. Maybe I'll get to do that tomorrow night. We'll see. Yep. Thursday's not a great day for me to go and have fun.
1: Yeah. Well, unfortunately, that's that's I guess the same argument as taking the kids out on the weekend, you know.
0: <laughs> well, another another argument to stay home tomorrow night is I just got a fresh six pack of Sierra Nevada Celebration.
1: Oh, that is an excellent reason. Tis the
0: season to start drinking Celebration.
1: I'm down with that. But this isn't beer night. This isn't, you
0: know... I mean, it's technically Halloween night for the show. Um, yeah, but We, have, we have pop culture things to be popping about. We do, we do. You know, and it hasn't been a, a relatively heavy week as far as things go. No, not too bad. But there's a few things that we should discuss. And the, 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 the first... Oh, you know what? Hold on, let me backtrack before we get into the news. I totally forgot this... No- Thank God I've had notes. Because <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about this. I, haven't, yeah. I don't think I've had a chance to really get into this with you. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I'm trying to think. It wasn't, it wasn't last weekend. It was the weekend prior. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend and I... Oh, that's yes, right. Yeah. It was It was two weeks ago, but I haven't actually said so I wanted to talk about it on this show. Okay. My buddy, Chris.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Chris is the drummer in uh, the band who provides our, our opening music. He's the drummer in Dirty Sweet. Oh, cool, cool. He and I, uh, we we share a lot of the same brainwaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're into the same things. And uh, he and I were each other's date. for <laughs> <laughs> Evil Dead, the musical. Oh, yeah a nice uh, local production here <laughs> in the San Diego's at the, the, the 10th Avenue Theater, mm-hmm. which for me is conveniently located around the corner from Hodad's. Oh, very
1: which nice. Which
0: meant that we were getting burgers before the show. <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we had a really great time. Um, it seems like you can go to like, evil the musicalcom and it'll mm-hmm. pull up a listing of all the different shows that are in, across the country. Yeah. It's it's not a traveling show anymore.
1: okay.
0: Uh, it, local productions have kind of like they, I guess they purchase the materials and the rights to do the show and whatever like that so they oh, produce, okay. it's a small community theater bait thing mm-hmm. very affordable yeah but the splatter zone is legit wow it's a lot of fun the songs are super fun and cheesy and campy <laughs> love um, it. the the amount of of viscera sprayed in the audience is is, is <laughs> wonderful as well. I think you saw that picture on the Instagram. Oh yeah, we were, were covered head to toe. You were soaked. Uh, Chris just missed getting pelted in the face with face with a zombie pus. Oh wow! He just did a little head cock at the last second and is splattered all over the girl <laughs> behind us. That was fantastic. We had a we had a great time. It was um. If, if I had one criticism, it was uh, and again, I, I I don't know if this is a fair criticism. Sure. The the young man who was portraying Ash. Yeah. Has a lot to live up to. for yeah. Terry Nash. didn't quite measure up in my, but my, in my estimation. Mm. But I'm not a theater critic. Sure. <laughs> he had a good singing voice.
1: Well, that's. What he did what was necessary.
0: <laughs> I got the point. I knew what he was doing. Yeah. It was a good time. But the uh, the actresses whose names, unfortunately, I did not uh, remember to bring with me today. But the, mm. they played uh, Shelley and Linda. Oh. Yeah. They were fantastic, and they kind of like helped, you know, carry the show from A to B to C to D. Nice. And again. Lots of blood, lots of guts. <laughs> if you're not sitting in the splatter zone, I don't know why you're going to the show. It's yeah. so much fun.
1: That sounds fun.
0: And it's a dead treacherous too, because like that blood just gets everywhere. And then, uh, because of the way the theater is constructed, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's really pretty interactive with the audience. So I mean, they're they're kind of like running all around you, oh, okay. and things are happening. And that blood, it's slippery shit. Oh wow. <laughs> so sometimes you see like a, a dead egg goes sliding across the floor. You're Like oh, all right.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's pretty crazy. But uh, Chris and I we both had a, we had like I said we had a blast. Uh, I think That's it's cool. going to be something that we try to do again next year. So maybe we we'll have to recruit Roger and his yeah. his family to partake. That would be pretty awesome. I'd I know. know. You know, I don't know if the little man's quite ready for that level of interactive gore,
1: but maybe he is. Well, he was down with Army of Darkness, so you know maybe at that point you will be
0: okay okay fair enough
1: <laughs> alright now that I've sufficiently backtracked enough
0: all right. we can get into the news move forward movie news
1: pop culture
0: news all the news fit for me to put on this piece of paper <laughs> so let's start off with Star Wars
1: yeah. That's a good place to start.
0: <laughs> uh, it was recently announced that, that David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, the creative team and the executive producers behind Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. they have now backed out of their agreement with Lucasfilm mm-hmm. to create a new trilogy of Star Wars movies. Huh. Now, this came out shortly after some reports were, were being shown around the Internet that these guys were at a convention, uh-huh. and they were they were doing like a panel, and... This person was live tweeting the events of the panel, so it, okay. we're we're basing a lot of information off things that we can't quite corro- corroborate, corroborate. Yeah, at secondhand the stuff. Yeah, mm. but according to this person's live tweets, David uh, DB Weiss and David Benioff basically admitted to like not knowing what the fuck they were doing in Game of Thrones. Really? Which, not a great plan for doing a Star Wars trilogy, in yeah, my opinion.
1: Yeah, that's not great. So
0: it's possible we've dodged a major bullet.
1: Mm.
0: By not having to deal with a DUI's David Benioff Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I found the silver lining in this whole situation, Roger. Okay. And that is that means there's an opening for a Star Wars trilogy of movies, and you and I can pitch it.
1: There you go. There's two of us. There was two of them. We can jump right in.
0: I'm going to call Kathleen Kennedy. I got my, my <laughs> pitches pretty much ready. I just got to get you to sign off on it. Okay. I'll give you a hint. All right. It's Lobot time.
1: Oh, there we go.
0: That's right—an entire Star Wars trilogy really dedicated <laughs> to Lobot. The origin of Lobot. The origin of Lobot. Maybe we'll get a cameo by that guy with the cool ice cream maker running through Cloud City.
1: Oh, there you go. Oh even better. Oh my
0: gosh. Yeah, we're going back to the roots, baby. We're going back to Empire.
1: Best spin is all Ooh, down for us. Maybe get some
0: Ugnaughts. knots. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. It's Just the idea of of a lobot, of a lobot trilogy, um, <laughs> my my,
1: my, I'm, my nipples are hard. He might even speak. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Let's not get crazy. Yeah, well, we're we're talking like third third movie climax, you know. Maybe
0: just like a cool like uh, like Arnold Schwarzenegger esque, you know, quip right oh, right yeah. as he kills someone.
1: There you go, <laughs> lobot the spy.
0: <laughs> Carbon freeze this. <laughs> So I don't know. We'll work on that. That's in development.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was a rough draft. Rough Hit draft. us
0: up with your suggestions.
1: There
0: you go. <laughs> uh, speaking of Star Wars, uh, The Mandalorian released a final trailer. Oh, yeah, it did. And it's pretty <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I don't know really what else I want to say about it. I mean, what kind of big impression did you get off of there?
1: Oh, I mean, it just <clears throat> really cemented my whole idea that it. this is basically a Star Wars Western. You know, to every, every extent of it. You know, you just see him single-handedly clearing up a room in the most badass of way in you know, a very John Wick-esque but in the Star Wars universe right 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 it was just it's everything I've ever wanted you know? <laughs> oh,
0: it's, it, I mean it looks great Yeah. I mean you know we were, we were in here gushing about uh, the other trailer that was released mm-hmm. a few weeks back yeah and, and I, I have nothing else to say except like this is just even more of that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I mean honestly like I may have been more hype about this trailer than the episode 9 trailer I mean, it just, it that kind of Mandalorian character. I mean, I remember playing back in the day on, a, on my PC. I used to play Jedi Knight and Jedi Outcast, Jedi Academy, all that stuff. And, you know, we would go on these, like, servers where it would just be, like, role-playing stuff. And I would basically play that character, you know, like yeah. a badass bounty hunter that's got, like, a grappling hook and blasters and just basically going around hunting people and clearing I out that game is
0: fucking awesome yeah I it yeah, so there it. was
1: just so many cool things that that like the nostalgia factor for that I'm like oh they're making almost like my character into a movie you know or well, into a series I should say
0: and what's really cool is it looks like it's also going to start incorporating a lot more of some of the some of the, the mythology that was built up mm-hmm. uh, pre- Disney's acquisition of, of Lucasfilms
1: yeah.
0: yeah the legacy um, stuff yeah a lot of yeah a lot of stuff that's considered legends. legacy now the legend yeah. yes you're. I think you're right legends I think is what they call yeah, it yeah yeah um, because it looks like uh, this Mandalorian is going to be equipped with, with Besker armor because you, you can just see the blaster bolts bouncing yeah. off of him
1: yeah he's like I don't care shoot me
0: <laughs> yeah Besker armor like Google it Besker's oh, yeah. dope Yes. And if it's gonna be if it's gonna be like a plot point in the show, I'm I'm definitely <laughs> all in. This show looks like it's gonna get super Star Wars nerdy. Oh yeah! And I can't wait. I'm so excited. We got to now. Let me ask you. The, the, here's my hot burning question. Yes. Okay. Now we get we have the robot bounty hunter mm-hmm. in Empire Strikes Back. You yep. know it was it was IG eighty eight. IG eighty eight. Yep. But is it IG eighty eight or is it IG eighty eight?
1: I've some always heard IG eighty eight.
0: See, I've always heard of IG eighty eight.
1: Really? <laughs> See? So I don't know. Well, I guess we're going to find out <laughs> because nobody ever referred to him by name. No, never. Like, I mean, he's usually only, just an offhanded character in Empire.
0: Yeah, and, I will, and, only, and any other time I've come across that character in 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 uh in what is now the the legends books or comics yeah, or whatever. Extended you know, I'm reading stuff, it. So yeah. no one's telling me how to say it. Sure. <laughs> like yeah. I feel like I need to find an audiobook or something just to hear someone else say it and be like, are they right or am I?
1: Well, I mean, just going by what we know of droids Every every droid has every letter pronounced. Yeah. Right, as as a letter.
0: I'm not attached to, to either one. I just want to know yeah. which the what's what is the proper way. I think I G is not bad. Yeah. I can see I G as well. <laughs> I mean, I, just someone tell me.
1: Iggy 88. <laughs> Ooh.
0: <laughs> Iggy pop pop. There you go. <laughs> pop pop with the blaster. <laughs> oh my. We're down with it. No, we are down with it. Uh, who else we got in the show? We got we got Werner Herzog. We got Giancarlo uh, Esposito, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, yeah. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, uh, oh, I can't I remember her name. Is it uh, Gina Gina Carano, I think?
1: Is it? The MMA actor? I, I act saw her. Like, turned actress? I wasn't sure if it was her, but yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah she, she was on a couple of cool things before.
0: I, and, uh, and I think probably the coolest part of this trailer is... Uh, we finally got to hear him talk at the very yeah, end.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, chills. <laughs> yeah. so good.
0: We know that uh, the Mandalorian is being played by uh, Pedro Pascal, who mm-hmm. uh, most recently you will remember him uh, from, I think, season two or three of Game of Thrones. Sure. And then from Kingsman 2, he was, okay. one, of, he was one of the, uh, oh, what were the American Kingsman called? I can't even remember now. Statesman. The Statesman. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, the whiskey people. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was the one of the Statesman. had the, the mustache.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh. <laughs> he, went, he went heel. Had a heel turn at the end. hmm Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, sorry. If you
1: haven't seen it. Uh, God,
0: it's only two or three years old. Even I've seen it
1: by now. Jesus. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, you're, you're messing up.
0: <laughs> so that's pretty exciting, man. I think I'm, I think we're both looking forward to it. Are you? Do you have the okay
1: to get Disney Plus? Oh, it's it's going down as soon okay. as I you know as soon as it comes out. I'm just waiting for November. Actually, I just got paid today, so I guess it's going to be pre-ordered tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I mean we we are at the point. I mean, uh, Friday you know tomorrow's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Friday's November first. Sure, it's going to be it's it's two weeks away basically. I mean it's 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 upon us.
1: Yeah, I guess at this point I should probably just you know dish out for the uh, year subscription to be cheaper, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to look into, I want to see that bundle mm. that they're going to do, the one with the, with the Hulu's and with the ESPN Plus. Yeah,
1: I was hoping they would announce a little more on that by now, but I Yeah, it know.
0: seems like that's going to be a, uh, you know, November 12th day of kind of thing to Possibly. pick up, which will annoy me to a certain extent. Sure. But uh, I, I, will, I will get over it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anyways, let's go on to the next story. All right. Roger, you were the one who clued me in about this, so then I had to do some Googlings. Yeah. Uh, it's been announced by HBO Max, a new streaming platform service.
1: It's not Min, it's
0: Max. <laughs> and this, I mean, HBO Max looks like what's going to ultimately happen with, with uh, the DC Universe app. Sure, it's, yeah. It sort of some, kind of seems like that might get folded into this at mm-hmm. some point. That, that's not official, but with uh, these two shows being announced, that kind of seems like maybe that's what's going to happen. Sure, yeah. So the uh, HBO Max platform has announced Green Lantern and Strange Adventures – Two new DC Universe television series coming to the HBO Max streaming platform.
1: They're
0: going to be from executive producer Greg Berlanti, who, as we all know, is in charge of the Arrowverse. Strange Adventures is going to be an anthology series with different characters from the DC Universe. It is is here, I quoted this part, quote, a one-hour drama series that will explore closed-ended morality tales about the intersecting lives of mortals and superhumans, end quote.
1: That's interesting.
0: That is very interesting. Uh, I'm kind of curious to see... I mean, one of one of my favorite things about the DC Universe from from reading comic books is, I mean, mm-hmm. A, it, it's just filled yep. with characters. I mean, it is... It, <laughs> you know, Marvel's filled with characters, too, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but Marvel has about half the history that DC has. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a, there's been various periods in DC's uh, history where they've just throwing things out against the wall to see what sticks <laughs> so they have a ton 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 of characters to go through yeah, yep. I'm kind of curious which ones they're going to be choosing for this show
1: yeah it's going to be interesting I'm, you know the way it's described I'm, I'm curious if they're going to take a maybe a similar uh, take as the boys you know where it's right, right. like the view of superheroes from the everyman's perspective you know so I think if they do something along those lines it's probably going to be pretty interesting pretty entertaining
0: yeah, I think you're right. I'm I'm pretty keyed up for that one. The idea of an anthology series, kind of like you know Twilight Zony. yeah, in, in that sense, where like every episode is different. You don't have to. I guess you could pick and choose based on what characters are, are, are going to be the center point. But, um, I know I'm I'm interested yeah. in it for sure. Yeah. As long as they do the the costumes better than they do the Arrowverse costumes. <laughs> yeah,
1: the Arrowverse costumes aren't the best. <laughs> they which are is not. A little unfortunate, but I I think that's probably just budget, right? I don't know. Is it? Is it? I don't know. <laughs> or do they think that's
0: styling in Vancouver? Maybe. I don't know either. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's it seems like studios are putting a lot of money behind these these platforms. Mm-hmm. You know, these new streaming services. So, so you know, maybe it is. A little bit more uh, HBO like is as far as like those production values go.
1: Yeah, I mean, you would think so.
0: I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm speculating wildly at this point. I mean, these were just announced. Yeah. We we know there. You know, as far as I know, other than Berlanti, there's no creative teams in place. There's yeah. no actors been cast. Anything like that.
1: Nope.
0: Now, the, one of the things I was curious about, though, um, you know, Green Lantern. Yeah. Green Lantern. (laughs) This is kind of a big deal.
1: It is, yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. What what hopes do you have for a Green Lantern television series?
1: I mean, I think the good thing is that, you know, with HBO, they're definitely going to have probably the appropriate budget for what they're going to need. Because, I mean, if you do Green Lantern, it's almost mandatory that you're going to have a bunch of CG. It's going to have to be, I think.
0: I mean, unless you want it to be like... I don't know. I mean, implied you
1: were, stuff everywhere. I mean, could you imagine? Like, 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 like uh,
0: Obviously, you were young when it came out. When but do you remember the Incredible Hulk show during the 80s? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Lou Frick doesn't show up to, like, the last five minutes to save the day. Yeah, Other than exactly. that, it's, it's just David Banner walking to the walking the earth like Cain from Kung Fu.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're just kind of <laughs> like,
0: well... Can you imagine? He's just, he's just like, Al Jordan, walking the earth. And then he powers up with five minutes left to save the day. Yeah, it's, that like, going to be
1: every episode he loses his <laughs> ring or something.
0: Like, yeah. if only I had time to charge my battery. Yeah. Oh, shit, I forgot. <laughs> Yeah, I that mean, would be terrible.
1: It would be, but I don't think they're gonna do that. <laughs> I
0: don't think they're gonna do that yeah, either. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think it's like they. I think they're gonna have the budget for it, and I think they're gonna do. They're gonna do some clever things. They have to, right? Because you don't want to like blow your whole budget on just CG, but at the same time, you want to tell a good story that's actually Green Lantern, as opposed to just you know guy with green CG powers. <laughs> well, and it'd be great if they could do um, you know something
0: again, I'm going to date myself on this a little bit too, but like, you know, you could, you could do a lot of cool sci-fi stories. Sure. Like at the way Star Trek used to do cool sci-fi stories where like yeah. they were just, uh, they were just um, analogies for, for things, like current events in the sure. real world. Yeah. And I, I think that'd be like a really fun way to do a Green Lantern take. You know, yeah. you go to this alien culture and they have like these crazy, problems that, like, hey, wait, there's kind of like these crazy problems
1: going on back here. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's a lot of potential. Yeah. I, I guess I think the thing I'm most curious about is which Green Lantern do you think they'll choose?
1: I mean, you would think just, I don't know, I, I can see it either being Hal or John. I mean, I think those are the two most widely known Green Lanterns. Uh, at least in modern culture, but I don't know. I, I would like to see them try something new because we've seen iterations of Hal and John in, you know, maybe not live action, but definitely a lot in animation, so... Yeah,
0: I, you know, it, that's a great point, and I, I think I agree with you. Um, I, I, I kind of sort of feel like Hal had his moments. Sure. And he, he couldn't do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, unless they had, like, young Nathan Fillion. right. <laughs> I just, I can't see anyone else doing a really good hell. I just, I, I don't
0: think the character's that interesting anymore. I think mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I liked the idea of this guy who was like a, a, a you know, test pilot or fighter pilot guy. Sure. Yeah. And then like in his, in his, in his you know, yeah. after work, he'd go fight crime with his power ring. Yeah, I think at this point it's almost a little cliche. Yeah, it's. I mean, when I, when I've read the recent comics, I mean, they, he's more or less ditched his his civilian life because. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, they figured out it was boring too. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: like oh, that's that's not fun.
0: <laughs> so I like the idea of John Stewart. I mean, first of all, you have an entire generation of people that grew up, you know, on on the Just League animated series.
1: Sure.
0: That that you know did. John Stewart as Green Lantern, not Hal yep. Jordan. So they don't give that's a shit true. about Hal, anyways. Yeah.
1: Right. Um.
0: But I think I think John has a much more. We did. We did say John Stewart, right? We did give his full name. We're not just talking about fake characters and first name bases on them. but John Stewart is, uh, to me, is a much more fully realized character, especially since uh, he was kind of revamped. They gave mm-hmm. him like the military background. Yeah. So, you know, him going from like the U.S. military to like this kind of like intergalactic peacekeeping force. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of like, I don't know, the cool. Uh, I was gonna say synergy, but I don't like that word. But, but there's parallels, a lot of parallels. Parallels is a good one. There's a lot of good, like fun parallels there. Yeah. And and uh, the the fact that you can, you know, in in today's modern climate with the with the military and, and you know the, all the action that occurs in the military's life, you know, overseas and they, when they're in battles for that, PTSD is a big is a big time thing. Sure. And a John Stewart story could be a, a really interesting way to tackle that subject because he could have. PTSD from a U.S. military situation, from intergalactic battle situations. Mixture I mean, of both. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it It'd could be, you know. That it, would be a cool it take. It could be pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I but I think what I really want the show to be is kind of the kind of encompasses all of it, anyways. Sure. Like, let the show focus on John, yeah. but you know, throw me a reference here or there of, of, of like oh, Hal, Hal Jordan, or like an occasional guest star where like Hal Jordan teams up or something sure. like that. You know, and make sure you give me some Kyle Rayner and some some Guy Gardner at the okay. same time.
1: Throwing some Jessica Cruz and we'll Jessica have the Cruz, whole team. yeah the, yeah even the new, the new guys. Yeah, yeah, I think I mean, there's a lot of potential. Lanterns.
0: Yeah. There's
1: a, a It's a, lot a, it's they a can really pull from. rich mythology.
0: It's, that's why it's such, it's so funny. I, I, again, I was talking with with Chris who I went to Evil Dead with. Mhm. And it, <laughs> He was texting me on his day off. Yeah. He's like, hey, I think I'm going to rewatch Green Lantern. And I texted him back, he's like, don't fucking do it. Yeah, no, you're good. He got about 15 minutes in. He's like, yeah, that was a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> he, so I am so bummed. He likes to believe that there's hope for it. He's like, maybe yeah. I'm just not in the right, like, mindset, mindset when I watched yeah. it the first time. I was like, dude, there's no right mindset for that film. <laughs> it's just not good. Yeah, it's, it wasn't great. And, you know, it... it but he feels the same way about it that we do Is like mm-hmm. you know it, it, that film was missed opportunity that film uh, yeah. just didn't do a good job of, of just pulling the right stuff from such rich mythologies from rich sor- so much so much rich source material they just yeah, you know it was just kind of a failure on every level yeah
1: they just kind of made it a little too comical a little too whimsical and you're just like ah, this isn't this isn't Green Lantern you know No, and it's boring
0: it's yeah. a really boring movie
1: yeah, yeah, a lot of it you're just kind of like waiting for things to happen. And then something finally happens, and it lasts for like two minutes. And, you know,
0: I'm no, I don't know if you know this or not, but I am no movie director. <laughs> I'm no Hollywood executive, big wigs, studio guy.
1: Yeah. I
0: don't have any, any pull anywhere. Yeah. But I really think it's a mistake, and I think a lot of DC films have suffered from this. I don't think it's a good idea to think that you're going to get to make a trilogy.
1: No. Like, you, focus you have to earn on that it. first one. Yeah, you got to earn that shit. You Don't know, go it, in there making that plan.
0: Sprinkle enough stuff in there that, that you can pull from for down the road. Yeah. But, you know, close your story. End your story. You know? I mean, that's the, that, that's how... If there was never an Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi, I would be perfectly content with the way yeah. Star Wars ended.
1: Exactly. And that's Like, how, yeah, there, there's, like, little threads left over. Sure.
0: But, you know what? That's fine.
1: Yeah. You make up your own stories at that point. You make up your own
0: stories at that point, or what, or whatever. I mean, no. or you know, the the greatest cliffhangers of all. You know, in, in the Last Starfighter, with like, what <laughs> happens to the Kodan Armada? What happens to Zur? We don't oh, know. Man, I gotta go back and watch that. Oh, oh, oh! We're gonna have a uh, podcast night of Last Starfighter yeah, soon. Star no worry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, again, it's it's so early in in, in this announcement. Oh we don't know anything. Yeah. Now, granted, five seconds after I post this episode, they'll probably yeah, announce yeah. the entire cast and I'll have to oh, yeah. wait a week before we talk about it. For sure. But, you know, <laughs> that's just that's just how the Green Lantern ring crumbles sometimes. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, Roger, you know what's coming out on Friday? What's that? Terminator Dark Fate. That is true. How excited are you for this flick?
1: You know, I'm definitely going to see it. Uh, I have plans to go watch it Friday. That's probably my only Friday plan after staying out on Halloween night. And right, right, right. Doing God knows what. But, uh... Just eating all the candies. All of them. I'm going to have a sugar down on Friday. (laughs) So I think I'll be able to uh, just kick it at a movie theater and just relax for a while. Yeah, right on. But uh, yeah, no, I think uh, I'm hopeful for it. You know, nothing I've seen really, like, blew me away other than the fact that they have, you know, Linda Hamilton and, you know, Schwarzenegger in it. So that's exciting to an extent where it's like, they haven't been together in a movie since Terminator 2 right 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 so you're just like oh I wonder how they're going to play off of each other you know why is the T-800 still around you know because he should have been done at the end of T2 so yeah. what's going on here I'm, I'm definitely interested
0: in, in 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 seeing the film I don't know when I'll get to it's going to go on the sure. list with Joker yeah you know, okay. uh, you know hopefully it'll be in theaters long enough that I can make it out and sneak into sneak into a, in a show at some point um, yeah I've been reading a lot of the press uh, for the, you know, uh, you know Cameron and, and Tim Miller, yeah. and, so yeah. and you know, they're all doing, doing the media rounds, yeah, lots sure. of interviews and stuff going on. So I've been reading some of those things, and yeah. it, it is funny uh, that you mentioned you know some of the things that we're talking about here for the, yeah. for the story, but, but Cameron in one of his interviews mentioned how, he's like, yes, we laid the groundwork for more, uh-huh. but this movie has to be good first. Mm-hmm. And if this is no good, this one can end here. Okay, and it has that kind of story to it
1: and that's a good way to go about it to be honest you know
0: so. yeah now have you, have you kind of like, drawn any more uh, uh, thoughts of, of like what this story actually is from the trailers or do you think I mean do you think
1: you kind of know or you're kind of like what the hell's going on here you know it's it's really confusing because we don't know any reason why this new character is important you know even in the uh, other stuff which is I guess no longer Canon there's no references to this this new girl, so it's kind of just up in the air we're just kind of like seeing like, okay she's going to be important for a reason we're not sure why but she's got a lot of help this time So yeah,
0: it, it sort of seems like and I, I could be dead wrong about this, but it sort of seems like and I hope I'm not going to spoiler anything for you here <laughs> but it sort of kind of seems like, and from some of the stuff that I've read it sort of uh-huh. sort of sounds like that whether it's still called Skynet I guess I don't know mm-hmm. but I guess humanity inevitably mm-hmm. will come into conflict with artificial intelligence sure but in this film it's it's gonna ha- because of what happens at the end of Terminator two uh-huh. the entire timeline is now shifted uh-huh. 30 years okay so this girl that they have to protect is apparently like the next you know Sarah Connor mm-hmm. her her child will be the next John Connor I see that's so- Kind of, sort of, where it seems to be going.
1: Yeah, you know, that that does make sense, because it's like, well, at this point, John Connor would no longer be, like, the general of the army at this point. It's like, that war never came right. for him. Right. So, huh. Do you think he's going to be in the movie? Uh, supposedly, he is. Really? At least in a small
0: part. Uh, you know, I, I don't know to what extent.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I really hope he is, because it'd be a good callback too but yeah, yeah. no that's I, I hadn't even thought of that but yeah it's, it's so confusing with all the time travel and different timelines that happens in the Terminator movies but uh, it's fun to just kind of like mullet around your mind and see what you come up with
0: so. you said mullet
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes I did
0: I did well I guess we'll have to wait and see and like I said you'll probably be the first one to see it on the show so you'll be able to give us your review
1: yeah I'll be back with that spoiler free <laughs> review pretty soon
0: all right, Roger, let's get back to the Halloween fun. What do you say? Let's do it. So what we're going to do now, we're going to share at least 10 at of least. our favorite <laughs> movies to watch at Halloween. Sure. This doesn't necessarily mean horror films. doesn't no. mean scary, creepy, creepypies. Just movies that we like to watch this time of year. Yeah. yeah. And if, if, Roger, you pick Star Wars, I'm, I, I, I understand. <laughs> I get it. Force ghosts. I get yeah, it. It's, the, it's pretty spooky. You know, Obi-Wan, boo. I, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Roger, tell me your bottom pick, number 10 or whatever your lowest number is.
1: Sure. So uh, I think for this one, my, my list is kind of jumbled all over the place. But I think I'm going to start with uh, Queen of the Damned. Queen of the Damned. Now, is that going to be your number 10? Are we going to start at 10?
0: Yeah, let's do, let's okay. do 10.
1: Queen know, of the Damned. We'll do honorable
0: mentions the, later. The, the not as well-known sequel to uh, 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 Interview with the Vampire.
1: Yeah, I guess it is, huh? <laughs> I mean, no one from the first film returns. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, it is the same, same kind of storyline. It's got Lestat. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: uh, Stuart Townsend. Yeah. Which... Who, who was one time going to be uh, Aragorn in Lord of the Rings. That would have been weird. Until he was fired. <laughs> so that he could go do this, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Uh, that's not a bad pick. I, I remember watching that film and being like, oh, this is criminally underrated.
1: Yeah, I think it was. And plus, it was, you know, Aaliyah's last movie. Mm-hmm. You know, she, she passed away during the filming of the movie. So it was kind of like her, her legacy movie, which was cool. Um, and I thought she did great in it. Uh, she, she had potential to, like, really grow both musically and uh, as an actress. But um, sadly, we never got to see that. But I think it was a it was a fun movie. Definitely, like you said, underrated but definitely spooky and fits that vampire theme really well. Just a lot of those scenes, just viscerally, even musically, you know, just, I remember that scene where they're, uh, you know, Lestat's on the beach and he's like, they got the, the you know, they call them gypsies, I know that's uh, derogatory now apparently, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, they're on the beach, uh, I guess the Romani would be the proper term, and... They were there, and, you know, they're just playing on the violins, uh, the fiddle, and just playing this cool little melody, and he just comes out there and, you know, start, starts playing super crazy, and vampire eyes glow, and, you know, they just start running. And I
0: and remember that again. scene, yeah. I do, yeah.
1: It was just, like, such a cool scene, just, like, sights and sounds, you know, it's you really get his, like, you know, my senses run amok, you know, he's... It's really, really well done in the in the sense that like you got to feel what he was feeling at that moment. So definitely a fun one for me. Uh, haven't watched it in a while, so that's another one I'll probably have to go back to.
0: All right. For my number ten, uh, I picked something that's kind of become a Halloween tradition at uh, mm. my house with my wife. Uh, whenever we, whenever uh, the day comes that we we do our, our our pumpkin carving, yeah, we play this film. All right. And that would be Hocus. Pocus. oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's a solid one with those crazy sanderson sisters <laughs> i love it uh, you know i i i, I suspect i could be made fun of for this pick and i don't really care i i find the movie fun and charming and it's uh, fun. it's a good time yeah it's not great. scary
1: <laughs> no i mean it's just it's an awesome atmosphere it's just movie. fun yeah it's, it's a good time all right roger what do you got next all right let's see number nine i got sleepy hollow Oh, Tim Burton! Tim Burton, Johnny Depp flick. Very nice, good atmosphere in that film. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, you know, it's it's Tim Burton, so you know the atmosphere is on point. Um, Definitely feels like gloomy, spooky, and just all the scenes of uh, just random beheadings were pretty fun. (laughs) It (laughs) is a fun movie. I think I think it's like a. Uh, interesting and
0: compelling storyline yeah yeah Johnny Depp has a unique portrayal I think about Crane think about Crane yeah
1: <laughs> so yeah it was definitely pretty fun uh, really enjoyed that one again another one I haven't seen in a while but uh, that one always you know stuck with me I think my girlfriend was the one that recommended that one to me and I was like oh well let's watch it again.
0: I know I haven't watched it this Halloween season but I believe I watched it last Halloween season yeah I think and it's been it, a couple it, for me I still enjoy watching it oh, Christopher yeah. walking on a horse that's kind of oh, cool yeah. and crazy <laughs> Right on. Uh, for my number, for my number nine, I went with Scream, Oh, the first yeah. one. There you go. Just because I still enjoy watching the film at home. Okay. But that was one of my favorite movie-going experiences mm-hmm. uh, of my teen years in particular. Like that was just a, a fun movie to go watch with a, with a packed house. Yeah. You know, people screaming, yelling, yelling and yelling at the movie. Just don't go in there. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, Wes Craven directed that one it's it's Mm. one of his uh, uh, one of his you know many well directed masterpieces oh yeah Um, and I you know it's I enjoy the way that it examines and kind of uh, pokes fun at like the tropes of uh, the horror film genre, <laughs> but how it kind of builds on those tropes as well by doing the sure. same thing. Yeah. So I think I think the first scream, and don't get me wrong, I actually like pretty much the entire Scream series, mm. uh, but but part one stands apart to me.
1: Yeah, I remember uh, seeing that one as a kid, and uh, <laughs> probably shouldn't have seen it as a kid. I was pretty <laughs> creeped out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think it, it is uh, definitely it kind of started like a um, a new era of horror movies sure. I think it you know really went in a different direction and uh, I remember joking around with my friend uh, I, was, I think I was asking her like oh you know like I think I, I said the quote unintentionally like oh do you like scary movies <laughs> and then she's like uh, yeah I mean yeah kinda I'm like wow Scream would have gone a completely different direction had you <laughs> she given that answer it's like oh, okay sorry to bother you <laughs> nah he's on the phone but yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely a classic. Right on. What do you have next, sir? Number eight. Number eight. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice.
0: <laughs> such a good pick. It's such showtime. a good pick. Yes. <laughs> so close to making my top ten. Yeah. I had a really hard time whittling, whittling my list down. I'm sure, sure you did as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have some extras on there too. So Beetlejuice is a great pick. Michael Keaton at his finest another tim burton for you as well yeah you know what i think like i just grew up with so he's just i have another i have another tim burton on here too so he's just he just does horror atmosphere so well where it was like it could be a kid movie to an extent and yet you still feel this creepiness you know so so yeah definitely beetlejuice a classic like you said michael keaton at his finest just you know going crazy in that role
0: yeah, I so. I I understand. I love it. I love it. That's a great choice. Yeah. Well, well done. Yeah, uh, for me my number eight, uh staying scene in the more the traditional horror genre. Sure. Uh, I'm going Hellraiser. because oh, yes. I love me some Pinhead. Yes, that is a good one. Based on the on the Clive Barker story. Mm-hmm. Um, David Bradley is is immortalized as Pinhead <laughs> now in, in, in many people's minds. I feel like it's a movie that's kind of uh fallen out of the of the kind of or as I guess like not a lot of people pay sure. attention to them you know there are a lot of bad
1: sequels yeah with, that, with, that's with, what brought it down to yeah. be
0: honest but the, the first the first two in particular are really really well done but uh, but Hellraiser 1 is awesome
1: yeah I mean I, I think one of the cool things about Hellraiser is that it's just like you know the uh Pinhead himself and uh I'm, I'm forgetting the term for the Cenobites Cenobites thank you um like they're not technically evil characters you know they're just they want to experience all senses and this includes pain and pleasure you know so it's like they're just almost like extremophiles they're like <laughs>
0: uh, they're, they're like the most horrible genies you could ever want yeah because <laughs> yeah, yeah, that cube is basically like a genie's bottle but instead of getting like, someone is gonna grant you three wishes they're gonna grant you three kinds of torture
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so not the best the but. most
0: exquisite pain imaginable
1: yeah, I don't know if I'd put them uh, up there with the gin from Wishmaster, but that'd be a pretty uh, bottom-barrel choice for genies. Yeah,
0: I got <laughs> Right on, right on. All right, your number seven,
1: sir. My number seven, uh, Resident Evil. Hey, now. Yeah, that one was... Uh, I mean, I was always a fan of the games growing up. You know, I remember Resident Evil 4 on the PlayStation 2 was, like, one of the games that I bought the PS2 for. Super fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the Resident Evil movies, I mean, you look back at them, I don't know that they've aged very well, <laughs> but sure, at the time, sure. it was definitely that like early 2000s new horror where it's like uh, it's horror mixed with this weird sci-fi futuristic aspect and just a bunch of weird CG gore happening everywhere. It was uh, very interesting. And, you know, zombies, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, for, for my next one,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with this one. I, okay. I, I, I have kind of like these ones floating in and out, but th- this is one of my favorites, and this is a, this one is a nice blending of, of two of my favorite genres, which is horror and sci-fi. Nice. And uh, for that, I'm going to give the nod to number seven, The Thing. Oh, okay. From John Carpenter and Kurt Russell.
1: I thought you were going to go Event Horizon or something.
0: Event Horizon, again, on the edge of the list. I know, right? I love Event Horizon, but, but The Thing uh, is just, uh. that's a... Fucking awesome movie. I mean, like oh, yeah. the, 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 the kind of like psychological fear of, of terror in that movie. You know, we're like, is this really who it is? Yeah. Or is this the is this the creature? Is this what's gonna kill me? So I <laughs> it love it.
1: Such an awesome movie. Yeah. I
0: love the thing. Uh, Kurt Russell's fantastic, okay. and, and uh, you know, it's funny. I as I put the list together, like there there were several Carpenter flicks that easily could have made this list. Sure. So, you know the way you have the way you have Tim Burton representing, yeah. I could have had Carpenter represent, but I was like, oh I can't I can't just put all the Tim Bur- all the John Carpenters on here, Are you kidding me?
1: Yeah, yeah. But I mean that one that one had its uh, Cronenberg horror in there. So yeah, it's yeah, some yeah, good yeah. stuff.
0: Alright, what do you got? What's your next? Number we're on six. Number right?
1: six. Number six. I went with Van Helsing. That oh Hugh my. Jackman. The bro. Hugh Jackman. Yes. With dracula and
0: wolfman (laughs) and
1: frankenstein i mean it's the blending of all the mythologies it's got all the classic you know universal characters mixed together i mean i think when i first saw it you know i think it was early teenage years that i saw that and i was just like this is the coolest thing ever you know you got this guy who's basically just like a monster hunter going up against all these like horror movie legends uh definitely not the best movie definitely like a more guilty pleasure kind of movie. Sure. It was super campy, super just like, you know, cheesy in parts and uh Dracula's representation was uh, pretty funny, but uh I loved it and I got that nostalgia for it, so it was pretty fun. Hey, fair enough. Not uh, not not one of my favorites, but I uh, you know
0: <laughs> n- and that's not for like of try, I think I've watched it multiple times. Sure. You know? No, there's something here and then yeah. like, nah, maybe there's not. <laughs>
1: But a, I, I can see why you buy that appealed to you. Again, yeah, you're a younger fellow than I. Sure, sure. But it was yeah. Hugh Jackman, I think at that era was also Wolverine and stuff. So there was kind of this appeal for like oh Hugh Jackman in an action movie, and I was like oh he's fighting monsters with all these like almost steampunk kind of weapons. There are you know? yeah,
0: there there are some really fun elements to that to the film. You're, you're dead right about that. I didn't mean to sound like I was shitting on your pick. Oh, I'm no, sorry. Oh no, that's fine.
1: <laughs> it's definitely not the greatest movie. So. I'll talk to you more about that off, off the air. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
0: uh, it's my, now it's on my number six. Yeah. A movie that could potentially be higher on this list, but okay. I kind of, like, I, I picked ten movies. Yeah. I, I don't, the, the, the ranks fluctuate, let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, But, yeah. but what landed on, on number six for me? Evil Dead 2.
1: Oh, yes. Okay. I, I don't
0: think we need to go too much into into the love
1: fest that uh, we all have for yeah. Evil Dead. Yeah, Definitely. Uh, So I I feel like Evil Dead 2 is a strong number six. (laughs) Strong candidate. Yeah, no, there's not much that needs to be said about that. And uh, if you want to hear more, listen to the previous episode on Evil Dead. Look at Roger. Just plug it away, man. I love it. That's what we do. Love it. (laughs) All right. What do you got, bud? All right. We're on uh, number five now. Number five, I'm going with the uh, Keanu Reeves in Constantine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
1: Right on. Okay. You know, it was... uh, I, I wouldn't say it was like a wholly creepy movie, but there was definitely certain scenes where you're just like, oh, this is this is kind of spooky. This is cool. You know, like I, I always remember the scene with like all the demons like just flying around and they're like in front of like a little, uh, you know, like a little, uh, I don't know what the word for it be, but you know, they, they got like a little Virgin Mary there, like a little Mexican shop with like, you know, old timey medicine type things and, you know, all the lights are flickering out and everything's slowly dying and then you just hear, like, these flapping of wings and he's just, you know, there with the, with the main uh, Rachel Weiss character. I can't even remember her name. but,
0: <laughs> but uh, Rachel Weiss is good enough.
1: Yeah, that's fine. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just, like, you know, you hear all the beating of the wings and then he just has this light thing and then you just see all the demons kind of just scream and, like, just fall around him. But uh, it just had, like, a lot of really cool imagery in it I, I the story wasn't great I think the the twist in the end where he he beats Lucifer basically was kind of cool but uh I like how you know just the way that like Lucifer is like no nah, I'm not gonna let you win spoilers like, uh, yeah <laughs> I not mean good. if you if you haven't seen Constantine that's a uh... or read the Hellblazer comics that
0: ripped it off <laughs> Very much. Well strong. I shouldn't say ripped it off that it's based on. That it's should be based appropriate. On... I
1: was being I was being a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. And you know that's that's one of the biggest qualms about the Constantine movie is that Keanu Reeves is not Constantine at all. <laughs> well, I, I was gonna say, I actually uh, I, I I really like
0: that film. Yeah. I, I just hate that it's called Constantine.
1: Yeah. If if, if he wasn't
0: called Constantine in that movie, yeah. like if someone would do like a dub sure. of it and, and change like whenever they say Constantine,
1: they change it to like I don't even care what else. Well, if it's would... Keanu, probably a John. He's he's a fan of being John.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fine.
1: <laughs> well, I guess John Constantine. Well, God damn! I was that. gonna
0: say, but I mean, he, I they rarely call him that. There's a Constantine. Constantine. Yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> other than that, that I think I think that's a good pick. I enjoy that film.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's fun. But yeah, definitely not Constantine. He's he's not British. He doesn't have the accent. He's not blonde. He's not wearing a brown trench coat. He's a smoker, and that's about all they got in common. <laughs> no, he did have that
0: one weird like demon gun or something like that too like the oh yeah that was strange but yeah, anyways holy water gun or whatever <laughs> I don't even know super soaker 10,000 <laughs> is my turn your turn is my uh, turn yeah my number
1: five I suspect this will be on your list Ghostbusters oh yeah yeah <laughs> that's uh that's a pretty obvious one, I think, at this point.
0: Yeah, I don't know if we need to talk too deeply on on, on the love that is Ghostbusters. I think anyone who is uh, smart enough and savvy enough to listen to this awesome podcast is a fan of Ghostbusters as well. For sure. I mean, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. You get uh, Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Yeah. Ivan Reitman directing. It's it just it's it's Annie one of those Pods. movies where yeah, everything just, just comes together. Everybody's it's great. So fantastic, fun performances, fun, 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 fun. Yeah, Sigourney so Weaver and, uh, and Harold Remus are not Harold Ramis. Rick yeah, Moranis. Rick Moranis yeah. are fantastic supporting players. Oh yeah, it's and, a good time. Uh, Walter Peck, Walter Peck, William Atherton from uh, also from Die Hard. Die Hard. Yeah, <laughs> I remember seeing him on
1: that. I'm like, wow, he just is really good at playing that character. Yeah, the guy who <laughs>
0: just just loves playing the b- the bee hole. <laughs>
1: Yeah, too good, too good. Yeah, just, I might, I might end up watching that one tomorrow night. We'll see.
0: You know, we made up doing like a like a, a two man show of Ghostbusters on the podcast. Sometime. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: I, I would be down for that. We'll
0: just recreate the entire movie on the podcast. <laughs> It'll be
1: awesome. Sounds good.
0: <laughs>
1: all right, we're on, uh, we're on four now. Four. All right, number four for me. Blade. Hey, all right, a little oh, Busty yeah. love. Yeah, yeah, got to give that one some love. That was. That was just, like, a completely different, like, vampire take. I, you know, I want to say at the time... I don't think at the time vampires were, like, a huge thing either. Like, that might have been, like, one of the early, like, vampire movies that became huge. Um, I don't know. I Like, I, I don't remember, like, when Bram Stoker's Dracula came out or... Uh, if there were any other real huge vampire movies at the time, but definitely Blade was one of them that just had a completely different take on vampires and just having Wesley Snipes as this you know cross between human and vampire was just such a cool take on it you know so just yeah, seeing him kick it ass won. I
0: mean you know Blade <laughs> was out before comic movies were even starting up like this, yeah. this predates even X-Men yeah that was one of the first Really good comic book movies, I think. No, it's like it was like an an under the radar comic book movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, those of us in the know were like, (laughs) hey, wait.
1: Like we know that's a Marvel book. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I think Blade was on like the animated Spider Man series from the nineties. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, they had a completely different take on them, but I'm like, oh it's Blade, you know. (laughs) So Well yeah,
0: I mean they had to have like the the, you know, the animated version very G rated Blade.
1: Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean Wesley Snipes just kicking ass is always a fun time. So <laughs> that's
0: wild. All right, number, number four for me: the Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, <laughs> it could have gone a couple ways. There, I could have. I, yeah. I put a little pause in there, but yeah. I mean, oh, just a wonderful film to watch. It's so good. It's so tough. <laughs> t- the stop motion filming. Yeah. The songs are fantastic. The you know the music by Danny Elfman and, oh, yeah. and the, the, the lyrics, the, the music, it's it's just a wonderful experience from top to bottom. Just watching. Yeah. But I can also just play the soundtrack in my car oh, yeah. this time of the year. Just like, just, I just you know I just know it inside <laughs> and out. It's, yeah, I've it's, definitely done that. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, and it's a fun movie because you can watch it Halloween or Christmas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dual purpose movie. Oh yeah. And uh, it uh,
0: again, people on this show are probably smart to you know, but just in case anyone doesn't. widely believed to be a Tim Burton movie, but not not. a Tim Burton movie. Tim Burton produced, but not Tim Burton directed. Very true. Roger, what do you got?
1: All right. Number three, I'm going with the original Halloween. That is so fucking crazy. (laughs) That's my number three. (laughs) That is awesome. Yeah, dude. No, the original Halloween, I mean, I went back and watched that one uh, before the... Latest Halloween came out. It's it's so terrible that they just keep renaming everything Halloween. It's like (laughs) just just give it a subtitle or something. I I have to say the original or the Rob Zombie or the twenty what was it eighteen seven I don't even know. But
0: yeah, I mean it was Halloween twenty eighteen was the 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 most recent one.
1: But then you know twenty years ago it was was Halloween Water H two (laughs) O. And I'm like, uh, yeah, maybe that's why they're straying away from the subtitles. Yeah, because so they couldn't come up <laughs> with any good ones. <laughs> yeah, but Oh, no.
0: what does it mean? like Halloween Begins?
1: Well, apparently... <laughs> they, Halloween they, Rises. So they, Wait, they already, that's somebody else those. Yeah, I think they already have the, the names for the uh, two sequels, right? For the new Halloween movies? Possibly, yeah. I think I think there's something... I'm not sure what they're called, but... Anyways, we're talking about the original. Again. Yeah, we're, <laughs> the original. we're going back to the
0: '70s, baby. Uh, the Jamie Lee Curtis Carpenter again, yeah. represented on our, on my oh, list. Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. That was, I mean, there's 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 so much to be said and not a lot that needs to be said about this movie. It literally started, you know, probably the slasher genre, arguably, mm. you know, and it, it was just such a well done horror movie in that it didn't rely on like jump scares. It just relied on creepy atmosphere. And just this feeling of uneasiness, you know, just all the angles that you see, everything's kind of skewed, everything is just being viewed in a weird direction, where you understand, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis's character's uneasiness about the sense of being followed, you know? Yeah. So. Well,
0: and, and so many things in, in the film, you know, this was like Carpenter at the beginning of, of, of his career, and um, it, just like having that, that kind of technical prowess yeah. to... Use that, that that creepy painted William William Shatner mask, oh yeah, and like you said, no jumps scares. you just see him kind of bleed out of the shadows, yeah, and all of a sudden he 's behind you, yeah. and that was always kind of like one of the, the cool, creepy aspects to Michael Myers was oh. like he was there, you didn't know he was there, but he was there
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think one of the one of the biggest things that I love about that franchise in particular, or you know specifically like even the original to the to the new one. Is that you don't really know if Michael Myers is necessarily supernatural. Everything that happens in the movie could possibly be explained away in one way or another. Yeah. It's it's kind of up to each person's interpretation. And I think it's it's really cool how like all the characters that like believe he's like supernatural are like, you know, he is evil. He is this, you know, evil incarnate being. And, you know, he can just, that's why he survives the gunshots and, you know, disappears and appears places. You know, he has this supernatural feel to him, and yet everything that happens could be, oh, well, he got lucky here. The bullets maybe barely grazed him, you know. All this stuff could be technically explained away. Nothing happens that's like, oh, yeah, there's some supernatural thing going on. He might just be this, like, really tough, badass, evil slasher guy, you know. So it, it stays realistic within that regard, but has a door open to the supernatural.
0: Yeah, I mean that's one of the things that I like about it too. Um, it was a it was a poor decision when they were doing one of, you know the many many sequels that came sure. after, <laughs> uh, where they decided to kind of make him obviously link him more to like supernatural abilities and powers yeah. and stuff like that. You know, they kind of connected him with like some kind of weird druid cult. Yeah. It was very, it got strange and weird for a while <laughs> with sure. Michael
1: Myers. Um. So I kind of like that they dropped that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah,
0: I agree with that 100%. I think it's a great choice. That's Again, that's my number three. So we can skip right to number two now, my friend.
1: Nice. Well, my number two and number one have technically already been said, so... Oh! Ghostbusters is my number two. Right on, right on. Definitely. I mean, Ghostbusters, the original. Even Ghostbusters 2, to a lesser extent, I think... uh, it's not as great of a movie, but it's not terrible, you know. So <laughs> it's it's fine. You love the dancing Statue of Liberty. Yeah, there you go. With the, with the Power Pro NES yeah. controller <laughs> right. or whatever. That's right. Yeah, that was uh, that was good times. But, Your love uh, has lived to me higher. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that's another cool one, and it's like, and you know, Ghostbusters Two takes place on Christmas, so that's a weird... or no, it was uh, was it New Year's?
0: Yeah, I think it was New Year's. New
1: Year's, yeah, that's right, because they were doing the online sign. Yeah, yeah but it, it
0: was weird that it kind of was like, you know, like a Christmassy kind of post-Christmas,
1: New Year's thing. I, was like, I think sorry. that was just an 80s thing. Like, 80s yeah. in New York, you have to represent I guess that it's like winter. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds made up,
0: Roger. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think you have any facts on that.
1: <laughs> Probably not. But there was Die Hard.
0: There was Die Hard. <laughs> My number two. Going back to the blending of genres. All right. Sci-fi horror.
1: Not Event Horizon?
0: Not Event Horizon. Okay. The original,
1: the OG, Alien. Oh. Yeah, I'm surprised I forgot that one from my list. I definitely would have put that on there. I love,
0: love, 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 Alien. It's so fucking good. 40 years later, I still want to watch it all the time. Oh, yeah. I was on the verge. The Fathom events had a special screening a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I was so close to going so close but I had so much to do that day
1: oh jeez that's rough
0: those <laughs> damn Fathom events they only do it like you know two showings a day and it's like oh, yeah, I don't want. yeah yeah that's no fun yeah, it's, but uh it's it's to me it is a fantastic film from oh, yeah. from start to finish Ridley Scott at the top of his game oh yeah Sigourney Weaver uh, a newcomer yeah on, on the scene at the time also in Ghostbusters by the way she's, she's, oh, yeah. she's tra- traversing our list here she really is yeah. and uh I, I don't know what else to say about Alien. If you haven't seen Alien, like what? Did, what the? Stop the podcast and go fucking watch it. <laughs> Do it. it. It's so good. Yeah. It is. It is. Uh, it is a haunted house movie mm-hmm. in space. Yeah. Because they're stuck there. They can't <laughs> leave. The monster is killing them all. Yeah. <laughs> and they can't get out. <laughs> nope. They're stuck there. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah, and just like the way the characters interact with each other, it's it's
0: great. Yeah, Tom Skerritt and Yafakoto, <laughs> uh, such great uh, supporting roles, um, um, and it's creepy too. Like when they go when they go down to LV two four six eight whatever the hell it is, to, you know, <laughs> down to the planet and they find all the eggs, and I mean, it's a super fucking creepy scene. Yeah. And then obviously, like back in like seventy seven or seventy eight, whenever it was that it, that it debuted, um, it might have been seventy nine. I think about it. Yeah. I think for, I think it was forty years this year. Um, okay. but you know they're sitting around everything, everything seems to be okay and there's, everyone's just sitting around having a nice meal together yeah. and then all of a sudden a creature bursts through your chest at the dinner table
1: <laughs> yeah I hate it when that
0: happens Well, there's, there goes fucking dessert <laughs> great I was waiting for that cobbler my appetite's ruined fucking A Ugh. oh man I, so yeah I love me some Alien can't get enough and if you like that one go watch Aliens yeah
1: more of a straightforward action flick but just as awesome yeah Gotta love it. Roger, you're number one. Number one, pretty obvious choice. Went with an Evil Dead friend. Had to be done. That's I think that's always gonna be my my top movie. I think movie. that's a fair choice. I
0: think it's an excellent choice, Roger. Yeah. The I, man of discerning tastes.
1: You, you can't go wrong with Bruce Campbell. You
0: sit down in your smoking jacket with a fine cigar, a bottle of cognac, <laughs> and you watch the Evil Dead trilogy.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: And then you watch Ash versus The Evil Dead. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get a headache and you turn it off. <laughs> no, I just kidding. Just kidding, Bruce Campbell. I love I have, you. I love
1: me some Ash vs. Evil Dead. I, I don't have the, the same Bru- uh, Bruce, the same views as your bro on this. But uh, yeah, definitely. I thought it did the series. Uh, it was a nice finisher for me. I haven't, Like I said,
0: I, I, I mentioned on the podcast, I haven't finished... Uh, I haven't even started the third season of Ash yet. Uh, that's nobody's fault but my own. That wasn't like me being like, eh, I'm butthurt by the way season yeah. two ended or anything like that. It just was uh, out of my, my my scope of time at the moment. Sure, sure. Though I have recently acquired mm. season three to watch. Oh, very nice. So I will it, it, it will, it will make it onto the list here.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, season three introduces uh, Ash's daughter. Which is uh, pretty crazy.
0: I remember the trailers. Yeah. I, I again, I, I mentioned on the show too like my reasons for being perplexed with the show. I still think those are valid, but yeah. I will watch season <laughs> three and at least kind of, like, you know, try to roll with the punches here.
1: You know, I and I really liked all the other characters that weren't Ash in the series. I thought they were really good supporting characters, and uh, you know, I have no qualms about it. So I definitely would go back and watch everything that has Ash in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. You know, it's funny. I picked up recently. Um, I don't know if you do the comicsology thing. Mm. You know, we get the digi- well, you buy the digital comics.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. No.
0: Right now, uh, Dynamite Press has uh, their their ho- their Halloween horror sale going on. Okay. And uh, they have uh, the Army of Darkness comic series. Oh yeah. So they have a, a, you know a billion books from that <laughs> available to buy digitally for a very very good price. Oh man. So you check those out. Uh, they also have. I don't. I'm not sure how this worked, I, but they—they they, I guess by acquiring the rights to the Army of Darkness license, mm-hmm. they also acquired the, the the publishing rights for the Army of Darkness film adaptation.
1: Oh, okay. So they own the
0: reprint rights to the Dark Horse comic adaptation that Dark Horse did in like '93 or whatever. Which, right. which that comic book, as my brother mentioned on the show, has the original ending in it. Oh yeah. So if you ever wanted to see the original ending of Army of Darkness in a comic form,
1: in comic form, <laughs> you yeah. can check it out.
0: Great art by John Bolton. It's really a really yeah. good looking book. That's pretty it's cool. Kind of like painted art. It's really p- pretty rad.
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that deleted scene. It was pretty interesting. It is. It is. All right. For my number one, yeah. I, I, I uh, this might be
0: controversial, but I don't care.
1: Yeah.
0: This movie <laughs> inflicted serious trauma on me that still carries over to this day. Is it Gremlins? It is not Gremlins, oh, okay. though I do love these Gremlins. <laughs> It is Jaws. Oh, Jaws. That is... (laughs) I don't fuck around in the ocean for very long before I'm like, you know what? I've been here long enough. i got to go.
1: Yeah, once you start hearing that bass line, you just get out
0: of there. (laughs) I look around me. It's like, that guy looks like chum. He looks like chum. He looks like chum. (laughs) So I'm cool right here. They're further out. They're easier to get to.
1: Yeah, I'm... I mean, I'm personally... I'm not a huge shark person either. I... I don't like them. They're going to eat you. You know...
0: (laughs) You know, it's it's funny, my, my mother's side of the family, everyone's a you know, bunch of California beach bums and they're yeah. all like these surfer dudes and stuff like that. And you know, surfers have such a strange mentality when it comes to sharks. Yeah. And uh, I you know, whenever they would you know, they would say they're like, you know, Oh, sharks don't exist. I'm
1: like,
0: <laughs> no, they fucking do. I yeah. watched them on the news eat someone in half. Yeah, it, it happens. Maybe <laughs> not often, this but it movie, happens. again. again I, I, I give him my number one Halloween horror movie, but this is a movie that I actually watch pretty much year round because exactly. I actually love it so goddamn much. Yeah. This is like one of my favorite movies ever, period, mm-hmm. no matter what time of year, because it is top notch from start to finish.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, just incredible acting. Roy Scheider, you got yeah. Richard Dreyfus, you got, um, oh, I'm blanking on his name, the guy who plays Quint. Just phenomenal. Yeah. Quint, I could do Quint lines all day long in this, in this, in this brewery <laughs> They'd kick awesome. me out of here because I'm going to start singing uh, you know, all kinds of sea shanties. <laughs> Love the film. It's... Oh, God, I should do an entire podcast just dedicated to like, everything about Jaws because it's awesome. It's Spielberg yeah. starting things, getting his career off the ground, but also... <coughs> excuse me. Yeah. It's, it's also Spielberg uh, changing the way summer films are done. I mean, mm. the guy basically invented the summer blockbuster with sure. this movie. Yeah, I mean that. Think about it, Think about every summer you were a kid and the, the big tentpole movies that you look forward to watching. Oh yeah. If it's not for Jaws, I maybe maybe this doesn't happen. I mean, I think eventually we get there. Eventually,
1: but, but he was definitely he, the pioneer. He gets credit for it. Yeah.
0: Oh. If he did it with Jaws, he would have got there with, with uh, Indiana Jones. I bet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he really uh, you know set the bar high, especially. I, arguably it set the ground for Jurassic Park to come later you sure, know yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know his working with the you know physical robotics and you know the giant ass shark definitely I can see that leading into the giant ass dinosaur you know?
0: <laughs> so. yeah it, you know like I said everything in this movie is top notch the, the, oh, yeah. the dialogue is incredible mm-hmm. The, the, the movie's insanely quotable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least for me. You know, I, I do the quotes and, you know, the 20-year-olds the that I work with have no idea what I'm talking about, right. but I do, and that's all that matters. It's
1: like, what do you mean a bigger boat, old man? <laughs> I don't get it.
0: <laughs> they don't even get it by salsa sharks. They, they don't know anything, <laughs> these young whippersnappers.
1: Those damn kids.
0: But that's what I'm going to close out with my favorite movie of Halloween season because of the emotional trauma that I suffered as a child. But this is one of those movies that, despite the trauma that it inflicted on me, sure. I really grew to love this movie over like, yeah. the last like, 30 uh-huh. years. It, you know, once I became older and I was able to kind of appreciate the, the, the cinematic vision yeah. of, of Spielberg and, and enjoy those performances on a level that I couldn't when I was a kid, yeah. when I was a little kid, watching people get eviscerated by a shark <laughs> in, in the movie, or I watched it on TV when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. And that was traumatic. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I didn't want to take a bath. That's yeah. how much water was freaking me out. We're not down with the water. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, so that's my list, that's and that's nice. your list.
1: That's not bad. Yeah. Do you have any uh, any honorable mentions? I, you I you know, we, know we, we talked about. We a couple. mentioned a couple
0: like Event Horizon. And, yeah. You know, Gremlins could have qualified. Though sure. I do tend to, I do tend to watch Gremlins more at Christmas.
1: Yeah, this is true. It's another one of those, that's what I'm telling you, the 80s. They were all about creepiness during Christmas.
0: Yeah. Um, I, you know, I thought
1: about including more Carpenter
0: flicks. Like, I was like, oh, The Fog might have been a fun one to put in there. Um, the big fly. Trouble, Big Trouble Little China would almost apply any time of year. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably, <'cause> big, yes. <laughs> but it is kind of like a big, like,
1: Hong Kong Western Halloween movie because of like, yeah. the crazy costumes and everything. All over the place. Yeah, I know I had a couple in mind, like, growing up I loved Casper. You know, that was Casper. Fun. Nice. And that nice. one has like a cool uh couple references in there to like The Exorcist and Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Exorcist was almost on my list. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. The original yeah. Nightmare
0: on Elm Street was almost on the list.
1: Yeah, that one's solid too. Uh Friday the 13th. You know, that one's obvious. You know, it's funny. I I, I thought about the Friday movies, but I was like, really, I, I I kind of thought about it. I was like, I think
0: I was picking these based off like kind of like reputation because mm. most of the Friday the 30s I watch and I just kind of like roll my eyes at chunks of them
1: yeah yeah no I, I would say just like the original just because it was something new at the time you know but uh, other than that you know not my favorites um, definitely ones that I think are classic but just because they were new at the time 28 uh, Days Later 28 Days Later
0: I, is great book you're right uh, that one's super one.
1: good um Actually, my, my friend from work, my coworker, she was like, "Oh yeah, twenty eight days later, that was like one of my favorites." I'm like, "That's one that I should have put on the list."
0: You know, Shaun of the Dead almost made, made oh, my list as well. Shaun of the Dead a great one.
1: Yeah, that would have been great. Yeah, too. I,
0: again, like we, this list could have easily been thirty movies long.
1: Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> we could just start belting out some of these classics.
0: Oh yeah. man, oh maybe you know, but it, I mean, I don't know about you. But like I said, the the rankings on here. I mean, like I I would. I would uh, hesitate to consider these rankings to be anything close to definitive. Oh no! For me. I mean, like this is a very yeah. fluid list.
1: Yeah, I would say like anything above three <laughs> could have just been tied. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's all in there. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'd like to hear what other people have on their list. You know, if we missed anything obvious. I thought we hit some some of the pretty pretty good choices, though.
0: I think so too. Um, but hey, <laughs> there's always next year we can cover more ground.
1: This maybe, is we, true. maybe we'll get
0: a guest to sit on and give them, they can share their list with us.
1: Yeah, we'll tell them why they're wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's give let's give a, 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 a thanks to our, our host for the night, Deaf Brewing Company here in San oh, yes. Diego, the Linda Vista Bay Park area. If you're in the neighborhood, come by check them out. They do all the rad Euro style yeah. beers, but they got a couple IPAs for the heads out there. Yeah, I'm still I just 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 finished off my. A hop head red, uh, a deft hop red.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Sorry, I said hop head red because that's what I think of when I think of a hoppy red ale. The, sure. old, the old hop head red from Green Flash. Oh, I
1: remember that one.
0: And this is like right up there with that one. It's nice. There it is. Quite nice. nice. I like it. But So thank you to, to Mo and Jen for hosting us and putting up with us and our shenanigans. Oh, yeah. But luckily, we're wrapping up kind of early, so we can stick around for another beer or two.
1: I am down with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, folks. If you get a chance and you've got a few, a few minutes on your hands... Go ahead and write us a five-star review. Those reviews uh, go a long way to helping small podcasts like this stand out and get some attention. Yeah. And uh, that's what we want. We want some attention. We yeah. want people to know that we're doing doing fun, good things over here. So spread the word. Yeah. Share us to all your friends and loved ones. Mostly your loved ones. I know Your friends do. will find us oh. eventually. <laughs> you can follow the show at TomCast underscore podcast on Twitter and at the Tomcast underscore PopCast on Instagram. And you can follow Roger at X-O-Mica Gold. For all the cool Halloween grams tomorrow night. Oh, yes. It's going down. Life on the streets. <laughs> Getting those Tootsie Roll pops, baby. Busting ghosts. What is the candy you want to get the most tomorrow? Oh, I mean, Reese's is always my go-to. The peanut butter cups? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> I, I approve that message. I would also have accepted Snickers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I would also have accepted uh, Twix. Twix is solid, too. Also Butterfingers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but also, not, not the gluten
1: free ones, though. Those can go to hell. Is that a real thing? They are.
0: Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I have Slimer eating those at work. I'm no. not touching them. No time for that. <laughs> All right, let's go bother Jen and get some more beers. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, thanks to everyone for listening. Happy Halloween, you ghosts and goblins. <laughs> Ciao, babes. Everything was fine with our system until the power grid
1: was shut off by dickless here. They caused an explosion. Is this true? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick.
0: We're not going to be fucking sunk this year. (laughs) We're the Stanley Cup champions.